Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Well, I, I think in looking at it, and again, that 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 was the decision. Was Alabama or Florida State is a different team than they were through the first 11 weeks. Coach Norvell, their players, their fans, you know, uh, an incredible season. But as you look at who they are as a team right now, uh, without Jordan Travis, without the offensive dynamic that he brings to it, they are a different team. And, and the committee voted uh, Alabama 4 and Florida State 5. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 103. Seven the Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's been a great Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services. We're going to have L. Ellis, Razorback basketball player, joining us here in about 30 minutes, less than that, 20 minutes or so, as we'll talk to him about tonight's game. Thanks to Matt Black, All-State Insurance. We're also going to have best and worst of the weekend uh, coming up in this one as well. But uh, still a fun time for sports and everything going on right now as we are officially in the month of December, which is just wild to me that uh, we are officially at this point. But also want to remind everybody that here uh, on 103.7 The Buzz, we're having Christmas karaoke this week on Thursday, December 7th at the Busker right there uh, off of South on Main and Soma area, if you will. And that's always been a really fun thing that we've done and can't wait to get back out there. But uh, I was thinking, Joe, was it always this early that we've done Christmas karaoke or is it kind of bounced around a little bit? So we uh, years ago, we would do what was called karaoke for a cause. And this was the normal time we would do that. Okay. But in recent years, we've combined Christmas karaoke, karaoke for a cause. Okay. So because, yeah, it's it's December. It's still time. It's Christmas time. And. You know, with the weather changing and people putting up all their decorations and Christmas lights is a big deal. But it's always a fun time to so uh, come out there to the busker. Again, Thursday night, uh, we're going to be uh, doing some karaoke and having some fun. And uh, it was a great time last year and the year before. It's a great time all the time. So be sure to uh, come on out. And I guess uh, we're also doing the uh, Dodgeball Santa Tournament. That's happening on Sunday, December 10th on the Main Street. Right there across from Tech Park. And uh, for those of you who want to get involved in that, or if you're interested, we did it last year, and we actually won here at 103.7 The Buzz. So we got a pretty salty team, I'll say that. But if you want to check it out, you can have registration at dodgeballsanta.com. Admission is free, but a donation is encouraged, and it benefits Ronald McDonald House Charities of Arkansas as well as North Louisiana. So uh, a lot of cool things happening here on The Buzz in this holiday season. So be sure to get involved if you can. Uh, before we do Best and Worst of the Weekend, let's... Get uh, Angry Buckeye in. What's going on, Angry Buckeye? What's up, fellas? I'm sure you guys are asking yourself the same question I am, as uh, how can your only loss of the season be to the number one team at their place by less than a touchdown, and the game was decided in the final 30 seconds of the game, and you not even be in the conversation for the playoffs. But that's not what I'm here to talk about Mm. today. Today I'm here to talk about the travesty that is leaving Florida State out of the final four problem with this is is that if the if the committee had just come out and said look we had to get an sec team in that would make more sense than their argument that they used they say it's because they lost their quarterback however florida state was ranked five in the nation when he went down 
Then they beat Florida, and they moved him up to four. So if the real excuse was him being out, they should have never moved him to four in the first. Second point, the ACC versus the SEC this year is six and four. The ACC had a winning record over the SEC this year, making that a better conference than head-to-head play. Two of those wins were Florida State beating the SEC, including a number five LSU team at the time. And I know that you guys just talked about how good the LSU quarterback is because y'all are putting him in your Heisman Trophy vote. Well, guess what? LSU only scored less than 25 points once this season. Guess what game that was? That was against Florida State. And guess what? That defense held them to 24 points while the quarterback was on the sideline, whether it was the first quarterback, the second quarterback, or the third quarterback. Point number four, they say that it's because of the quarterback. If you'll remember, back in 2014, there was a third-string quarterback in Ohio State, freshman, off the bench, came in, won three games, a Big Ten championship game and two playoff games to win the national championship. The fact that they left Florida State out of this is a tragedy. Y'all have a good day. Appreciate it, Angry Buckeye. Yeah, and to that point, the defense, we, we talked about how well they performed, but it's probably more impressive that they won that game with their third-string quarterback. That That's impressive in itself, and knowing that, Tate Rodemaker is going to be coming back, the backup, who's now the starter. He's going to be coming back. So it's not as if the third-string quarterback was going to start the game in the college football playoff. Yeah, and I still like, believe that like with the point that uh, not only Andrew Buckeye made, but also Chris Gordy made, we were talking to him in the last hour, is you know how, how do you say that, oh, this played a factor into it when you move the team up after the injury had already happened to, to Jordan Travis, and then you move them down? It's... It's like here's the deal. It's it, we, we've talked about it a lot, but uh, I think all those teams should have a chance of playing for it. And what I mean, I mean Bama, I mean Florida State, I mean Ohio State, you know, I mean Georgia. I want to see all those teams play for the national championship because I think they all have a case to be made for sure. And that's the whole point of all of this is that they only have four teams now. It sucks. No one wants it, but no matter what was going to happen, somebody was going to feel like they got left out. And it's unfortunate for Florida State. But uh, I agree. I agree. They they should have gotten in. and I, But I also think Bama should have gotten in, as well as Texas and, uh, and Michigan and Ohio State and all that. But they can only have four. That's the problem. Uh, all right, before we do best worst of the week, let's do Heath and Cabot. What's up, Heath? What's going on, guys? Hey, Heath. Hey, listen, next year, 12-team playoffs, it'll all be worked out. So doesn't matter about anybody's point, you could be mad, you could be sad, you could be crying, whatever you want to be. If your team didn't get in, they didn't get in. I don't. I, personally, I'm I'm kind of glad Florida State didn't get in. If you look at the teams that are in there, backup quarterback to Florida State, I think uh, I think they get routed by any of the ones in the top four if they played. And uh, you know, it's all about selling tickets, putting putting the butts in the seats, and getting the views. Uh, I'm sure Florida State's gotten a lot of views this year, but. I would love to watch an Alabama-Texas rematch championship game for week two. Would you guys not? That would just be a that would just be a treat. So I call Bama winning that game too. But yeah, it'll all be taken care of next year. We have team playoffs, so all the crying and complaining it'll be over with. Team will get a shot. That's all I got, gentlemen. I right, appreciate it, Heath. Thanks for calling in. All right, so a lot of uh, highlights and lowlights from this past weekend. So let's talk about what the best and worst of the weekend was all about. It was the best of times. In your life have you seen anything like that? It was the worst of times. Nuts and bolts, we got screwed. Third down. It's time for the best and worst of the weekend on Out of Bounds. All right, best and worst of the weekend. Uh, I'll go ahead and throw it out there for uh, best of the weekend. Again, I'm not a Michigan fan by any stretch, but uh, getting to see Jim Harbaugh back on the sidelines for the team and taking care of business in the Big Ten title game, 26 to nothing over Iowa. Uh, I'm glad I didn't go on the Bet Saracen app and bet the under two and a half, or the over two and a half that was uh, half po- uh, halftime points for Iowa because they didn't score any in this one. But uh, they- they've gone through a lot of uh, adversity and everything, but they've definitely made their stake into their claim. And you know we'll see what happens in the playoff and everything. But uh, this has definitely been a-, a wild, wild year for Michigan. Uh, for off the field from the very get-go, with Jim Harbaugh being suspended and everything to go along with that. Now they get a chance to see if they can continue it on and win a national championship for the first time since 1997. They got the number one seed. They're the number one team in the college football playoff. They're going to be facing off against a really good Alabama team, 
But I think it's worth mentioning that for all the stuff that they've gone through, they've still taken care of business. They've still gotten the dubs, and they've still won. And now we'll see how it all plays out. But not many teams could do that. Not many teams could take care of business in that same front. So uh, one of the best was, of course, Michigan being able to weather that storm and still get to the college football playoff once again. Best to the 49ers for a statement win over the Eagles, beating the Eagles 42-19. So they've had impressive wins over the Eagles and Cowboys both this year. Also a best to the Packers over the last couple of weeks. They won uh, two games to get to 500, now 6-6 six and six in playoff contention. And over the past couple of weeks, they beat the Lions and Chiefs. Yeah, another best of the weekend, too, was uh, something we also talked about with Florida State. Uh, but them still being able to take care of business and win. I know that they're mad about the college football playoff and not getting in. I totally understand that, totally get that. But there's not many teams out there, I don't care who you are, that would be able to have a third-string quarterback thrown into a situation like he's been thrown into and still find a way to win, especially against a quality team in Louisville in the ACC title game. People bring up that Ohio State team of 2014 where they had their third-string quarterback. Yes, but folks, that's not the rule. That's the exception. And that's why it's exceptional when you have something like what Florida State was able to pull off, where even if their guys get hurt, even if there's uh, a lot of adversity hitting them, for them to still have guys step up into that role, take care of business, and get the victory is still worth saying something. It's just unfortunate for them that in the end it was all for naught of getting to play for a national championship. But, yeah, not many teams would be able to throw in their third-string quarterback and still be able to win high-quality games, especially on a stage like that in the conference championship. Best to Vermont basketball. They were down to Yale 65-60 with 3.8 seconds left. Now, you're thinking if they do happen to go on to win that game, they tie it, go to overtime. They actually won the game in regulation. So down by five points with 3.8 seconds left in the game. This is what it sounded like. Deloney. Long. He puts it in. Oh. And they called the foul. And they called the foul. They have. Kahan. Patrick Jim goes deathly silent. He made it. Strike the pose. T.J. Long. And bang. No chance. A legendary catamount win over Yale. T.J. Long, the hero, in a furious comeback. I'm speechless. That was one of the greatest endings and a great win. So they they ran down court with 3.8 seconds left, got a layup. They got cut it to three points. And then they created an offensive foul on the inbound. So they got the ball, shot a three, banked it in, and the player got fouled. He goes to the line. Hits the the and one on a three-pointer, and they win the game, 66-65. I don't know what the percentages are, but I would love to know, like, the winning percentage that, or I guess in in this case the losing percentage that that Vermont had going into that moment, being down by five points. It had to be about 99.7, 99.8. Yeah, and to win it in regulation, too. Like, not just to win it in overtime, but to win it in regulation. Dadgum near impossible, but they found a way. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Uh, which another thing for, I'll call it the best of the weekend, too, uh, for, for college basketball just in general, because, you know, like Arkansas lost to UNC Greensboro uh, just a few, I guess, a couple weeks ago, and it was really frustrating for a lot of fans. But the thing is, is that people have to remember this, that college basketball, especially nowadays, and they're going up against these non-conference teams that you may not see as power teams, there's still some really good teams that could stage some what you would call upsets in non-conference play. Even had that over the weekend. Uh, for instance, you had UNC Wilmington go into Rupp Arena and beat Kentucky. And I saw Kentucky play their game against Michigan State, and they just blew them out. And I was like, man, this Kentucky team's really good. But then they drop a game at home to UNC Wilmington, which, by the way, Arkansas plays later here in about a couple weeks. Uh, but not only that, but throw in uh, Drexel beating Villanova, another really good team. How about Wisconsin beating Marquette, the number three team in the country, by 11? Uh, the point is is that sometimes in college basketball, you get these types of games, not only in the NCAA tournament, but in the regular season too. But I think that's, that's what makes it so much more fun, so much more entertaining. And as you can have these upsets happen, and it can change teams' dynamics and everything like that. But uh, I love college basketball just because of the amount of parity that it has, where you never know what to expect, even in the non-conference slate, in the regular season, when nobody's watching as much, upsets happen all the time. 
worse to college football playoff committee, something we've talked quite a bit about, and Coach Mike Leach summed this up years ago. You know, we're American. We love committees. Let's get us a committee. Well, who should be on the committee? Well, I don't know. This guy's a good guy. Let's have him on the committee. Well, I mean, there's people on the committee that don't even have remote associations with football, nor have they at any level other than being a fan. But you know what? Let's have them on a committee. Why not? And then we'll decide which four teams should go. Because you know why? We don't need to solve this on the field. Because we're the ones that know. And then, um, um, so, I mean, you know, if we're going to do it that way, we should just ask them at the beginning of the season, you know, just go ahead and you guys vote on it, figure out one, two, three, and four, and why, why even have the games? <laughs> I mean, how can you how can you call it a playoff when, when there's four teams uh, conference champions don't even necessarily make the playoffs because you know why? Because the committee knew better. The committee knew better. Hmm. See, and it still resonates where it makes logical sense, but yet it's still a problem. Like again, committees and whatnot, and even talked about uh, you know some of the committee members. Not hating on anyone specifically, but there's a lot of committee members that are just like you know they got a bunch of people from different backgrounds and whatnot. Some of them not even football related, so. A lot of people feel a certain way about that. But, yeah, I feel like it's just one of those problems that we still overcomplicate so much, and I don't know why. I don't know why it's so complicated to figure this out. Man, they sure make it that way. Uh, Worst of the weekend, uh, I got a couple of those, but uh, I was going to throw in uh, the latest report with uh, Zach Wilson and the Jets because we know that the Jets still stink offensively and lost to the Falcons. And it looked like Robert Sala was thinking about moving to a fourth, different fourth starting quarterback. Well, According to Zach Rosenblatt, who is covering uh, NFL and specifically the Jets for The Athletic, says the Jets want to make a switch at quarterback. The team is leaning towards Zach Wilson to take over, but he is reluctant to be stepping back in, according to sources. The team is hoping he changes his mind as they continue to discuss the next steps. What? What do you mean? Like what? They're leaning towards it, but he's reluctant to get back in there? And they're hoping that he changes his mind. I, I, I like, I, it's just stuff like that just makes me laugh. I'm like, that's the most Jets thing he, he ever. So they're not gonna sacrifice him. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, but still, like, you're, like, what do you, what, you haven't played well this year. Don't you want to get back out there and try to prove yourself once again with the opportunity? Or, apparently not. But yeah, he's reluctant to get back into the role of starting quarterback. Imagine being that being said about any other quarterback in like in any time, any place, anywhere. Where, especially if someone who's like on the hot seat, if you will, of possibly never playing for that organization again. That's what he wants. That's, yeah. that's why at this moment, that's why he's like, they're not going to sacrifice him. He's looking for the next opportunity. I guess so, but it's just weird to me. It's like, man, reluctant to step back into the role. Okay, okay, Zach. And it wouldn't matter anyways, but. Still, it's just funny to hear. Like that has that has to be a New York Jets storyline. He like, felt comfortable coming into the season, being the backup to Aaron Rodgers, learning from him. You can see that he did learn a few things from him as far as arm angles and and certain things. And he even alluded to the fact of watching Aaron Rodgers growing up. So that was a dream scenario for him. So if he could go back to that next season, if that was a guarantee for him to be there as the backup to Aaron Rodgers, he'd be all about it. But just to play these last few games of the season, he he wants no part of it. Yeah. Well, I don't know where he's going to end up and moving on to, but I just uh, just one of those deals to where I I I feel bad for him in a way because, like you said, he wasn't ever meant to be in this situation. But at the same time, Dad Gummit, man, you're the number two pick of the NFL draft a few years ago. You're playing in New York City, and you have an opportunity to try to do something with it, and you, you just keep not being able to for some reason. Maybe it's just you're not very good. But and, still. and he probably wants to prove the point of, you know, with these other quarterbacks in there, that it's not going to be much better than what you saw with him. So if you want to, have at it. Instead of him being criticized, put Tim Boyle in. Put Trevor Simeon in. Put those guys in. Let them play, and we'll see if it's any better with those guys on the field or him being on the field, that's probably the point that he's trying to prove. Aaron Rodgers, it's a whole different conversation, but between the three of them, it's pretty much going to be the same. Yeah, you can't get Joe Flacco back in there because he's like still playing uh, for the Browns this case. So that was always the joke. He's like, yeah, just get Joe Flacco back in. Can't even do that now because uh, he's, he's, he's moving on from that. 
But I also, uh, another worst of the weekend, I just think it's more funny of a worst of the weekend. But how about the uh, the Dallas Mavericks being able to rip off an electric 30-0 run in the fourth quarter against the OKC Thunder? Like 30 nothing. That is a lot. Like we, we see runs in basketball with 30-0 run because they were down by nearly 30 points and they recaptured and retook the lead, but they still ended up losing. So I'm like, man, that's got to be pretty... Like, rough. It's a great thing and, like, really cool in that moment for 30 plus straight points and being able to hold them to zero. But to not even get the win makes it sound pretty disappointing, especially when it happens in the fourth quarter when you take the lead. All for not. Yeah, yeah. But it was still, like, funny to watch it all play out and the excitement build and all of that, but still lose 126-120 to 120 against the Thunder. It was definitely one of the worst of the weekend I saw, at least for Dallas uh, Mavericks fans out there, too. So there you have it. There's our best and worst of the weekend here on Out of Bounds. And we know that uh, there's always going to be some more of those things as the time goes on. But it's always a lot of fun to to check out and to see in the sports world what happens over the weekend, the highlights and the lowlights. But we are going to have L. Ellis, Razorback basketball player. He's going to be joining us next, thanks to Matt Black, Allstate Insurance. We get a recap of the uh, Duke game because... A lot of thing people a lot of people may not realize, but they probably do now. L. Ellis played against Duke a couple of times last season at Louisville. This game meant a little bit more to him, was a little bit more personal. So how did he approach it and how do they approach Furman tonight? We'll get into all that and a lot more here on Out of Bounds, coming up next on a Reaction Monday, presented by Fleet Management Services. So stay with us. every Friday morning to hear Danny West from Hogsports.com on Morning Mayhem. Brought to you by H.J. Trailer Sales. They've got truck beds and utility trailers for every type of job and a service facility for maintenance and repair. Local folks with great products, visit them online at HJTrailerSales.com or in person at 808 Albert Pike in Hot Springs. Sports Arkansas football is expected to hire Baylor offensive line coach Eric Mateos to fill the opening after Cody Kennedy left for Mississippi State. Mateos was a graduate assistant in Arkansas under coach Pittman from 2013 to 2015. Mateos led top offensive line units at BYU in 2019 and 2020. Then he went to Baylor, which had a top offensive line unit in 2021 and 2022 before falling off in 2023. The college football playoff is set. It'll have Michigan taking on Alabama and Washington taking on Texas. Florida State was controversially left out after going undefeated due to their starting quarterback Jordan Travis being injured. The college football playoff semifinal games will happen on New Year's Day. And Arkansas State is going bowling for the first time since 2019. They'll play in the Camellia Bowl against Northern Illinois on December 23rd. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. At Southern Floor Coating, coatings are all they do, and they won't be beat on price. Factory-trained installers using the purest form of polyurea with UV stability for all your outside projects. When you call, you'll talk with a professional interested in your project, not a voicemail. Don't trust a fly-by-night company that may not be in business next year. Transform your patio, porch, or pool deck and call the real pros at Southern Floor Coating. 501-402-4912 or take a look at southernfloorcoating.com. Greatness doesn't happen overnight. It takes time. Focus and dedication. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that because we put in the hard work and dedication for decades. And that commitment has paid off with award-winning customer service for your auto, home, and life insurance. See shelter agents Monica Reiners or Brian Cress in North Little Rock or Jamie Marsh in Little Rock. We're going abroad for the first time in years to Spain. But we don't speak Spanish. So we started using Babbel. And started learning Spanish fast. With Babbel, you can start having conversations in another language in just three weeks. Babbel's conversational method teaches you real-life words and phrases. And with Babbel's interactive bite-sized lessons, you'll remember what you learned. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿De dónde eres? ¿De dónde eres? When you learn a language, you want to actually use it. 
Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. In just three weeks, we're starting to have conversations in Spanish. Estoy muy emocionado para ir a España contigo. Aw, he just said, I'm very excited to go to Spain with you. Nos vamos a divertir mucho. And that means we're going to have a lot of fun. <laughs> sí. Gracias, Babbel. Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. Just go to Babbel.com and start learning a new language today. That's Babbel.com. B-A-B-B-E-L.com. If you're looking for the best deal on a pre-owned vehicle, you'll find it here in Hot Springs on Central Avenue at Motorsports Authority here with Wild Bill and Magic Mark. These are some fantastic deals, guys. Hey, Magic Mark, tell us about some of these special rigs you got sitting here. We've got cars for every taste. Cars, trucks, SUVs. This is the best selection of inventory we've had in the past two years. More for your trade? Yes. Payments for every budget? Yes. Online at msastore.com. We'll see you at Motorsports Authority. What are you waiting for? Hey, college sports fans. I'm Rachel Parker-Harding with Parker Cadillac here to share some electrifying news. I'm talking about the all-new 2024 Cadillac Lyric. Here now in Arkansas. Lyric is Cadillac's first all-electric luxury crossover SUV. Powered by the Ultium battery platform. The new 2024 Cadillac Lyric is sleek and sporty with an available all-wheel drive. Order yours today at parker-cadillac.com. Make it the event that everyone wants to attend by getting your meat for tailgates, parties, or just family get-togethers at Hogs Meat Market. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. I gotta <clears throat> ask, because I've always wondered, why did that happen in Fayetteville, Arkansas? What what took you there? It's just visiting, so weird. It's visiting just, friends, uh, okay. but yeah, Dixon Street. Dixon Street. <laughs> yeah, Dixon yeah. Street was. Uh, it'll get you on 103.7 The Buzz. <laughs> Out of bounds, folks, and I got to tell you about Bet Saracen and why it is the best sports betting app here in the state of Arkansas. And there's no other app that you will ever need because they make it so easy and so convenient to have all your money withdrawn, also to transfer it. And the best thing about it is they have specials. So, for instance, tonight the Razorback basketball team is going to be taking on Furman, and you can bet on Arkansas minus 11 and a half in this game. Also, the over/under set at 158 and a half total points. And because of that fact, they have a hogs boost, as they like to call it, where if you bet Arkansas minus 11.5 and the over hitting at 158.5 total points, get that at plus 275. They also have the double R prop plays for Furman at Arkansas. So if you think Devo Davis tonight is going to have over 7.5 points and over 4.5 rebounds, get in on that at plus 125. How about Trevin Brazil coming off of that big performance and being SEC Player of the Week? Over 11.5 points and over 1.5 blocks. Plus 150, but how about this for your, quote, long shot? Chandler Lawson, the claw, as they call him, to get over 8.5 points and over 2.5 block shots, plus 450. And that's just one of the many different deals that they have at Bet Saracen. You can bet on any of the sporting events. you got Monday Night Football. You can bet on uh, not only that, but some of the bowl games that are coming out. We know that the college football playoff, there's going to be a lot of bets set for that, too. So no matter what it is, do it with Bet Saracen. You can download the app right now on your iPhone or on your Android, or you can go online and check it out at BetSaracen.com and get to betting that way, too. No matter what it is, do it with BetSaracen, the best sports betting app here in the state of Arkansas. Promise you that, guaranteed. And mentioning Razorback baseball, they're going to be, or basketball, excuse me, they're facing off against Furman tonight. And we had a chance to catch up with Razorback guard L. Ellis, thanks to Matt Black All-State Insurance. So let's go ahead and welcome him in. L. Ellis is brought to you by Matt Black with Allstate Insurance. Matt Black with Allstate can take care of your home, auto, motorcycle life, renters, and landlord insurance. Are you in good hands? All right, right now we have a very special guest here on Out of Bounds. Just like we are joined each and every week, it is Razorback guard L. Ellis joining us. Thanks to Matt Black, Allstate Insurance. And L, as always, appreciate you joining us. How are you doing this afternoon, man? Doing good. Appreciate you having me. Well, it's always good to have you, and especially having you after a monstrous win, one of the more fun games I know a lot of Razorback fans were a part of, and just uh, getting your thoughts and opinions. We'll dive into some of the specifics of the game, but how do you describe not only that win, but that atmosphere and just everything that happened against Duke last Wednesday night? Well, of course for me, like that was the, the best atmosphere that I've been in uh, other than the Purdue game, uh, one of the most intense games I've been in. Um, 
really the most fun I've had since I've been in uh, Division One, um, and that was just really why I came to Arkansas. Like to have experiences like that, um, like to have the fans storm the storm the court. Like that was something like I've never seen before. So um, to have that experience and to have that for the rest of my life, man, like that's crazy. Yeah, I've always wondered what it's like as a player to have the court stormed when, of course, it's your home fans and everything. I don't, I don't know. I feel like it'd probably be a scary thing just seeing that many people just rushing you at one time. But uh, just what, what was that like just in that being on the court storming and then the celebration on the court afterwards? Man, it was a, it was a great feeling. Um, really just to be out there with all my teammates, with all the fans. Um, everybody's super excited. Um, and a lot of people just don't get those opportunities to have those kind of moments. So just to be able to have that moment and opportunity, like that's a blessing. Well, to be able to beat Duke and uh, to get a nice uh, uh, win for the net rankings and everything and to win it at home is also a really important thing. And so just going out out and looking at the actual game itself, uh, what is it that not only you as an individual but also as a team, you guys just did really well that was able to help you guys get that win on Wednesday? Um, we really shared the ball. We moved it. Um, we did a good job of like really looking for each other, You know, trying to take the right shots. Um, we were really good defensively. I feel like we protected we protected the paint. Uh, we protected um, the perimeter. Uh, we didn't allow them to, you know, kill us with three balls, something that we struggled with um, in the first few of our games, except for the Purdue game. So to be able to bounce back, you know, have a game like that defensively and offensively, I think that was a big reason why we got the win. Yeah, Musk said also uh, before the game that he talked about how he'd kind of taken more on a, uh, a personal role of uh, watching film and cutting up film and game planning and everything. And we know uh, for you guys coming off of the Bahamas trip, wanted to, to bounce back in a nice way. Just what was the prep like leading up to it? Was it anything different as far as the approach you guys had so far this year for that particular game against Duke? Because uh, Musk kind of made it sound like there was maybe just some some differences or maybe some uh, different approaches that he was taking in planning for that one. Um, I wouldn't say it was it was different from the other games, but uh, it was just a different you know vibe, different energy from everybody. Because we know like we really needed that game. We um, been one and two in the Bahamas. Um, a lot of guys didn't play well. You know, um, there was a lot of you know different combinations of groups out on the course. So guys were getting a feel. Coaches still trying to get a feel for the rotation, and everything like that. So like guys were. It was just really just everybody just knew like we really needed this win, and we had to come together. Speaking with L. Ellis here on Out of Bounds, thanks to Matt Black, Allstate Insurance. Now, L., uh, yeah, you had a lot of great plays, but I wanted to ask you one particular one. Uh, that block shot that you had uh, was pretty emphatic and, of course, uh, you know, pretty exciting for, for the fans to get hyped up about. Uh, was that one of your best blocks you've ever had as a player? Because I know you've had some block shots, but, man, it was just like one of those that was pretty emphatic as far as uh, slamming the ball back and uh, getting the ball to go, only, uh, go out of bounds but go you guys' way, too. Yeah, that one um, that one was a little personal because, you know, me and Jeremy Rose were playing against each other for the past three years. Um, and when he got, like, the – I was uh, – the transition bucket where I was uh, – it was a fast break and I was the last one. I was the first one back, and he uh, – I didn't want to follow him. And he, you know, got the lay. Um, he was talking a little bit. So uh, just, to, you know, just to get that play, get back at him, you know, it was it was good. Yeah, so it was a little bit extra personal for you just because you played Duke a few times before and uh, – uh, is it, did you go in with that mentality of just, you know, you've been familiar with them and you know them as a team, but wanting to, to really get this one as an individual and on a personal basis? Yeah, for sure. Um, it was really, it was really like, man, this probably was my last time, you know, playing against Duke, you know, playing in like the situation right here. So I feel like I really just want to go out and play well. Um, I knew how they, they guarded ball screens. I knew uh, how successful, like, we could be, like, we really, you know, set screens hard and rolled hard and we were really successful with ball screens. Um, so I just feel like I just played my game out of that. Um, really just looked for my teammates, um, and it turned out really well. I think another thing, too, that a lot of people going into this game maybe uh, were doubting or maybe didn't think that uh, you guys would be able to pull it off because uh, Tremont Mark, uh, your teammate, was unable to go, and hopefully uh, he ends up to be have a quick return back to the court. But uh, just how big was that for you as a team to have guys step into that role where Tremont's been so great for you guys, scoring and all across the board, but to have other guys step up in his place in his absence? Um, I feel like that just shows how deep of a team we like we really are, um, and that like Tremont is a big, a big part of our team, like no doubt. But I feel like that just shows like the depth we have, and um, you know the ability for guys, you know, to step up in big moments um, when their team needs them, and when they're, and when our teammate is down, like we really want to win for him because you know like that was a scary situation. Um, so you know just we gotta get that win for him, and just to show people like you know that we're still we're still a really good team, like no matter what. So I feel like that was big. 
So what does this do for the team and their confidence? Because obviously you guys wanted to show out a little bit more and win a few more games down there in the Bahamas. But uh, to come back and, and to get a big win like this, just what does it do for uh, the team's confidence moving forward, especially into this final non-conference stretch before non-conference or before conference play starts back up? Um, I feel like I feel like it was big for the group, but like they say, like Mustard's teams always have a stretch where you know um, they have a bad time and a rough time. So. Uh, us in the locker room, we feel like hopefully like this was a rough time and like this is now like that game, that big win, like that was a step for us, you know, to get really get things going, to you know, go on the winning streak, you know, um, and get ready for conference play. So we feel like um, that gave us a lot of confidence, you know, because you know we had some losses that we shouldn't have had, you know, didn't play as well as we should have in the Bahamas, um, probably underachieved. So we feel like that win, you know, will give us some more confidence going into um, conference play and finish out the um, not conference play as well. Speaking with L. Ellis, uh, thanks to Matt Black, Allstate Insurance here on Out of Bounds. So, L, you got Furman coming up, and that's the next game. And uh, just what do you make of them as a team? And how does, uh, as a team, do you guys make sure that uh, you don't let the emotional high from the Duke win end up uh, costing you in this one and uh, just the matchup itself? Well, I played against them in my junior year, and they upset us uh, at Louisville. Um, so, they're a really good team. You know, they upset number two Virginia in the NCAA tournament before. Um, like, they're a really good team. You know, they got a lot of guys that's returning. They got two really good pieces. Um, Guys at that point guard and the wing that's running the, the point guard runs the team really well. You know the wing he scores at a high level, um, and they just have a lot of like surrounded pieces that are like really good. Um, they move the ball really well. They play together, so um, we just really got to come out to play. Um, they're actually picked first in the SoCon, you know, behind in front of UNCG. So of course they're a really good team. Um, so we really got to come out to play, um, and we really just got to you know lock in on the scout court, you know. Um, and just really just come out there ready to play. Like, don't let that win that we had against Duke, you know, uh, cloud our minds, cloud our judgment on this team right here that we're going to play. I know you just played a few games so far in the regular season, still got a long season in front of you, but just from what you feel like as an individual, what is something that from the start of the season to now you feel like uh, you've either developed or that you've learned and maybe that you've uh, adjusted and changed, just something uh, on the individual base you feel like you've gotten better at just from the beginning of the season up until this point? I would say... um me personally, like, just picking my spots, you know. I was, um, I know I'm playing around really good pieces and a lot of guys that can score the ball as well. So now um, I feel like I'm in a, like, good rhythm right now of, like, you know, where, I can, where I'm going to get my shots, you know, where I, where my teammates want the ball, where my teammates are going to be. Um, so I feel like I'm very comfortable right now. Um, and that's something, like, at the beginning of the season, like, I was kind of, you know, really trying to get the feel, you know, because we just have so many guys that can really score. So I was really just trying to, like, find my foot in it you know, know when I need to shoot, when I don't need to shoot, really know when my teammate hasn't got a touch in a long time. And, you know, I feel like that's something, like, last game I really showed um, and I really, like, felt good about. Well, before I let you go, I'm curious on this question, too, because I know as a basketball player you have a lot of different ways you can make big plays, and we mentioned the big block that you had. Uh, just you personally, uh, if there's one play that just makes you feel the best that you make, whether it's a block shot or a steal, a dunk, a three, like, is there one play that happens in your game that whenever you, you get it done or you have that play happen, it just puts you on a whole new level of, like, excitement and emotion? Um, really just when, me personally, like, when I um, just make a really good pass to my teammate and they, you know, they score. Um, I feel like that's big. That um, The ball screen read I had with Claw um, when he got that dunk in the second half. Um, and then the the pocket pass I had to Kai, he got that really nice finish as well. So, um I feel like those plays, you know, really get, get me going, get the team going. So I feel like those plays, I really need a lot. Well, L, we always appreciate you joining us. Good luck tonight against Furman. And uh, we look forward to catching up with you and recapping not only Furman, but the Oklahoma game in Tulsa next week, man. Have a good one, all right? Appreciate you. If you are looking for a safe and loving home for you or your loved one, visit Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center. Just 15 minutes from Little Rock in Benton, our skilled nursing staff is dedicated to providing quality long-term care and short-term therapy. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. You can call Heartland home. Hi, neighbor. It's Garen with Shamrock Roofing. Fall is upon us. Don't go into the cold, wet winter months wondering if your roof will hold up till spring. Get peace of mind today. For the next 30 days, we're offering a free impact-resistant roof upgrade. 
Plus, if you've been denied coverage by your insurance company after the storms, you qualify to win a new roof for free. Just visit shamrockroofer.com for more details. Shamrock Roofing, where one call does it all at shamrockroofer.com. Blast into a new year with The Rocket Man Show, a tribute to Elton John at Oakland's Event Center on January 1st, 2024. The Rocket Man Show with Russ Anderson features a night of Elton's greatest hits, incredible costumes, and fierce piano playing on January 1st at Oakland's Event Center. Tickets for The Rocket Man Show are available at oakland.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. This is a test of the emergency activation system. This is only a test. So I have been in the operating room most of my career watching people have orthopedic surgery, watching people get knees replaced, hips replaced, shoulders fixed, and I knew there had to be a better way. That's Dr. Daniel Zuckerman, a medical director for QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in non-invasive regenerative treatments for pain relief. I see so many people who could have been helped before they got to the operating room if only they had known about regenerative medicine. QC Kinetics, a natural alternative that uses your body's own healing process properties to help restore and repair damaged joint tissue, providing long-lasting relief without drugs, surgery, or downtime. Well, it feels great when I do get to see somebody who we help, who I know I kept out of the operating room. It's amazing how we change people's lives without surgery. Call QC Kinetics for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. This is a test of the emergency activation system. This is only a test. All feel free kayaks. All the prices are falling on kayaks this month. Don't forget, we repair ATVs. Your granddaddy trusted Arts Marine, and so can you. Do you need Rainwater Holton Sexton? Anywhere in the state, dial 888-8888. It really is just that easy. If you've been injured and need help, it doesn't matter where in Arkansas you are. Just dial 888-8888. We'll come to you. I'm Mike Rainwater of Rainwater Holton Sexton. We have been thankfully serving our Kansans for years, and we appreciate the trust you've put in us. We work hard for you, Arkansas, each and every day. Anywhere in the state, dial 8. Roger Scott, I'm going to talk to you about Sigma Supply packaging products and how they think outside the box. Sigma Supply, the problem solvers. Now, they've been helping business owners for years with their waste audit analysis program. They're going to come in, they're going to analyze your packaging and shipping, and see if automation is what you need to cut costs. Call or text sales manager David Breitenberg with Sigma Supply, and you can schedule your waste audit analysis. Here's the number, 501-617-4600. Sigma Supply packaging products. If you're not using Sigma Supply, you got low-grade product, man. Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hogs Meat Market, where they have sliced boar's head deli meats and cheeses. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Kane is in the building. Their time is done. It's over. Over? Did you say over? Nonsense. I've not yet begun to defile myself. Call Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone. I play real sports. I'm trying to be the best at exercising. It's time for three and out. It's been three hours and we are... Boom. Out of here. All right, it is time for three and out. A few headlines, a few storylines, a few things that we got to dive into. But want to remind everybody that tomorrow we're going to be out at the Broyles Award Ceremony. And it's all thanks to Summit Utilities. They're more than just your gas bill. They're your neighbors and can help you like a neighbor. And Summit can set you up on a payment plan that works for your monthly budget. And Summit can also help you process rebates to help you save money on a new water heater. They're the same people that have been taking care of all of your natural gas needs for years, making sure the gas flows smoothly to your home, ensuring you have hot meals, warm baths, and a cozy home, providing the energy that's always there when and where you need it. Summit Utilities, comfort delivered, and really appreciate them being a part of the Broyles Award Ceremony. Uh, happening tomorrow 
as uh, Morning Mayhem, as well as The Zone and Out of Bounds. We'll all be out there on location, so look forward to that. Uh, but did want to pass along this as far as uh, some significant news when it comes to the transfer portal. Razorback running back A.J. Green officially announces that he is entering into the transfer portal. He's going to have one year of eligibility remaining, uh, and he's going to try to uh, go to a various different places. He's a four-star player that was coming out of high school, but uh, we know that he was a, a, a great athlete and guy who had a lot of speed, but just like so many parts of the offense didn't work this year, it's hard for him to get going, but uh, just the latest race back now to enter in the transfer portal, it is running back A.J. Green. Mookie Betts for the Dodgers next year. He's going to be their everyday second baseman. Now, this year he had been their, every, their second baseman against righties, and so uh, this past season, he not only played in the outfield, but he played second base against righties. But now, managers, uh, Dodgers manager Dave Roberts says that he's going to be the second baseman to play in the lineup every year, every day for the Dodgers this year. Coming up. So we talked about uh, Alabama being in the playoff and the controversy surrounding the college football playoff, but this is according to Tide Illustrated. Says Nick Saban famously doesn't deliver emails. However, the head coach will always answer his phone. But unfortunately, he spent much of Sunday fielding complaints from anonymous callers upset over Alabama's inclusion in the college football playoff because he said, I have had probably 250 anonymous callers today calling me every name in the book, talking about how we shouldn't be in the playoff. And so we say, I have some naysayers out there. We still have the players that believe us. So what happened? Well, apparently his phone number got leaked onto the Internet and Florida State uh, fans took advantage of it because Saban went on to say most of these people are in Florida. I don't know how the hell they got their num- my number, but it's out there. So a uh, pretty funny moment there from Nick Saban fielding the complaints. Uh, the fact that Florida State didn't get in, but hey, if the Boo Kerrigan's number ever gets leaked, I feel like they'll probably have more to say to him uh, by calling him and voicing their complaints there. Michael B. Jordan had a pretty significant accident where he rammed his Ferrari into a parked Kia. Now, Police and investigators on the scene said that there were no signs that Michael B. Jordan was impaired by drugs or alcohol, but if you take a look at his car, there was pretty significant damage to it, and we know that Ferrari parts cost a lot more than Kia parts, So, hmm. yeah, but the good thing for Michael B. Jordan is he can afford it, so he'll be fine. There was a bar in Iowa that uh, was giving out free beer until Iowa scored during the Big Ten championship game. Well, they didn't score. So what, what's going on? Well, the bar is continuing to do it again for the Citrus Bowl and that they're going to continue to give out free beer during that game until Iowa scores. But at this rate and the way that Iowa lacks their scoring, they, they may end up going out of business. But at least they're sticking to their word and continuing to give out free beer. So, yes, if you're up there in, in the state of Iowa and uh, going to X-Golf is what it's called. They're running the same deal for the bowl game where they get free beer, everyone there, until the Iowa team scores a single point. And speaking of the Michael B. Jordan story, Sammy Hagar recalled one that he had a race with Eddie Van Halen. He said about 2 o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. So uh, maybe there was something to the Michael B. Jordan story where maybe they thought he was racing also, but... Sammy Hagar says he and Eddie Van Halen, by 2 o'clock in the morning, they had finished a recording session, and uh, they talked about certain things, and, you know, he has the hit, I Can't Drive 55, so they decided to take advantage of it, and they had a race between the two of them and another person, so three of them had a race at 2 a.m. with Ferraris and Lamborghinis. Sounded like a good idea to them at the time. Well, there was some controversy not only in the college football playoff, but also in the Dr. Pepper tuition challenge in the Big 12 title game. And we know that this has been a part of these conference championship games where you got two students face off against each other to throw a football into uh, a, a little thing that will throw a hole that goes inside and whoever has the most ends up getting tuition. It's a very, very big deal. But they had to go to double overtime because the two participants kept tying and it was between Ryan and Gavin. So the two went to overtime to decide who would win the 100000 and they ended up giving it to Ryan. Well, after video review evidence, though, if you look back on who got more balls there into the Dr. Pepper can, 
Uh, it looks like on replay, it's clear that Gavin actually won the first overtime period, six to five. It should never have gone to double overtime, and now there should be, or there is consideration for lawyers getting involved. So, yeah, not only is there a big controversy in Florida State getting left out, but also controversy in Gavin not having one of the footballs counted that went through the hole of the Dr. Pepper can for his tuition of $100,000. Florence Pugh was at um, a panel for Dune 2 in Brazil. And so she was discussing the new movie that's going to be coming out soon, and she was hit in the face with an object. Now, it's not clear what the object was, but somebody threw it from the crowd, and it looked like food. It looked like shrimp. So she was hit in the face, and uh, that is something that should never happen. And especially who's throwing shrimp? Come on now. That's expensive stuff. That's good food. Uh, also, uh, this is a, a pretty cool thing from Tyreek Hill. So we know he had that uh, celebration uh, with the guy with the camera phone, and uh, he's a cameraman, and he ended up uh, doing the backflip celebration. Well, that cameraman that was on the sidelines got fired for this whole thing. Well, that's pretty messed up, especially since he was just a pawn in the whole thing, but shout-out to Tyreek Hill because he's going to pay the salary of the cameraman who got fired for giving him his phone during this backflip celebration. So uh, even though it was a cool thing, cool moment, it's really cool for Tyreek Hill to be able to provide that for that cameraman who was unjustly fired, in my opinion. There's a cooking contest inspired by the movie Elf, and uh, it, not a lot of details to it, but it, it's going to happen over, throughout the United States, Canada, and the United Kingdom. So if you're a fan of the movie Elf, and some of the food that was in the movie, there's going to be a cooking contest that's inspired by the movie. Well, this was a pretty tragic thing because we know with politics and whatnot, there's always elections that are going on. But in Thurston County, Washington, following a hand recount, voters in Rainier have elected uh, Ryan Roth to the city council margin by one single vote. He beat out Damian Green 247 to 246. Well, what makes that significant? Well... Because Damian Green did not cast a vote for himself. He says, I didn't feel comfortable doing it. I thought it was kind of narcissistic, so I didn't do it. Well, because of that one vote that he didn't cast for himself, it ended up being the difference in him getting beat out as councilman. So every vote counts, folks, especially when you're one of those who are running for some of these elections throughout the United States. We know there are a lot of people making a lot of money on OnlyFans, so Ruby Rose... She agreed to meet a man who has been one of her biggest supporters. He spent 62000 on her page this year. So she met up with him, and, and uh, it was good for the guy who spent the money because he was able to meet the person in person and see her and, uh, you know, actually spend some time with her. Well, at least the 62000 went towards uh, getting to, to meet her in person, too. But, yeah, I'm sure that... A lot of people would be honored to meet somebody if they ended up giving them $62,000 in one year. Least surprising thing, especially when it comes to OnlyFans. But appreciate everybody listening in Out of Bounds today. For Joe Franklin, I'm John Neighbor. Same sports show, same sports channel tomorrow afternoon. Stay tuned, folks. we got Drive Time Sports coming up next. At Eat My Catfish, fall is our favorite time of the year, and football season isn't the only thing making a comeback. Available now, our famous shrimp gumbo and Cajun boudin balls make their return to the menu. Order online at eatmycatfish.com. Eat local, eat fresh, eat my catfish. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer has five service trucks available providing you on-site service to get you back on the road. If that doesn't do it, Stacked has a new state-of-the-art 13B.